0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. For Tuesday, I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Joe Camp of Comstock for our opening market discussion. Joe, what are we seeing taking place in the grains?
1: All eyes are always on that 8 a.m. flash sale reporting system. Nothing again this morning, nothing to start the week off here on Monday. We had some optimism coming off into this week because of last week that soybean sale to China on Friday was... The first of its kind since December 19th. That was the counter we had kept talking about. Well, finally, uh, there was some response to these lower prices. We did also have some data out here at the start of this week that was a little bit negative in light of these expectations for better soybean export demand. What we had learned was that over this last month, China had purchased about half of their soybeans from Brazil, and it was about almost double what they had purchased from brazil the year prior and we know this last season is going to be the first that uh, brazil has overtaken the u.s in terms of being the world's leading soybean exporter or or corn exporter rather so they have been the leader in soybeans now we're a bit worried about uh, losing additional market share on the corn side although corn could respond better and we're watching for that because we are Uh, priced relatively cheaper than Brazil at the moment, and there are still ongoing concerns about crop conditions down there in the southern hemisphere. El Nino still sticking around for a while, maybe yet to uh, contribute to some of this wacky winter weather that we're starting to see develop. That's normally the pattern that we have a lot of the Midwest lean wetter than average here in an El Nino year We'll wonder how long that's going to last and what contribution it's going to play to to setting up us for spring and then ultimately still finishing off the row crop season down in Brazil and Argentina. But, yeah, otherwise lacking fresh news, we put a lot of stock on what the exports are doing because we know those can be sort of points of additional interest for a market that right now doesn't have much going for it.
0: So, Joe, is there any indication that China could be making some more purchases from the United States? Any kind of friendly news in that regard? Or was that just a one-off sale where it was the best deal available for China to make that purchase?
1: Uh, In part, it's a one-off. But just generally speaking, this is the time of the year when we would anticipate China being a bigger buyer, starting with soybeans. The reason why they would step back in is because we've discounted our soybean prices with this latest price slide. And So that, you know, for nearby soybean futures includes basically a $2 break over the last two months. For corn, similarly, we've gone lower over the past month, month and a half. uh, And it's seasonally also very much the time of the year. I keep mentioning that because I think it's important that in past years, it hasn't been until late January, February, or into March that China has really ramped up purchases of U.S. corn. And in part, it coincides with what the market... in terms of learning about the Brazilian crop availability. And this year, it's it's definitely going to be down from earlier expectations, and that could spark some additional purchase uh, interest. The Chinese are going to hedge uh, their ability to buy Brazilian grain by uh, making some commitments into the U.S. market. And I think it's about that time, where we should see more of that so cautiously optimistic there
0: let's switch over to the protein sector what's happening in the livestock complex
1: started the week off with some just mild weakness really held up well and closed uh, way off the lows for cattle futures on monday this was the first session yesterday uh, following up the friday afternoon cattle on feed report you had really uh, you know somewhat uh, a rare occurrence where these cattle on feed estimates all came in Almost exactly on top of the average trade guess. I mean, there are wide ranges, but uh, as so far as the consensus estimate was concerned, uh, the, the pre-trade had it pegged pretty accurately. Well, the, what you know we saw was you know maybe it was uh, bullish just in the sense that the total numbers still being down from a year ago on the total on feed count, the placements, um, and the marketings. Those last two uh, being lower, that you have the total numbers being at eight-year lows, and and so it's still a, a market that's tightening. Now we look forward and we wonder about the later half of this calendar year, and you know finally hopefully getting some traction on rebuilding the herd, some you know better heifer retention, the the optimism over restored pasture conditions in the south, and and all of that higher prices uh, if they can. Uh, stick around here would would help out, uh, but for now we're still tightly supplied, and that Cattle on Feed report was a reminder of that. Oftentimes, you know, we think of it as a Cattle on Feed report, so it wasn't out of character necessarily that we had a reminder of tight conditions, but then sold off a bit, and that in part also uh, followed from the fact that we had been rallying over these last several weeks to kind of price in bullish expectations for that report. But again, something we've seen often before. We go you know in maybe the seemingly opposite direction after the report, but then very quickly uh, turn the other way, which would set us up for a turnaround Tuesday here on cattle futures. And hogs, oh, somewhat quiet here. We, we've still got an issue with the board trading a premium over the cash market, but there are also those seasonal expectations that cash prices start to turn up from here.
0: Joe, that was an interesting comment you made about pasture conditions, and I know it has been very, very dry the last, what, two to three years especially, did we get enough of a relief at all from the fall? Did we get any kind of rain that helped to boost those pasture conditions in the right direction?
1: Yeah, we have had some improved moisture profiles uh, down in the southern plains, and and that can be, for one, observed right now in in winter wheat conditions, how they're Uh, off early in the year, you know, the right direction and pretty strong. You can see pretty good drought abatement uh, throughout the Texas panhandle, throughout much of Oklahoma. We've still definitely got some trouble spots in Kansas, but, uh, also, some general improvement there relative to these last couple of years throughout the northern plains as well. You've got better conditions, and, and it's just something we're um, expecting at least, cross our fingers, that we continue to improve upon, especially if we link back to how we uh, touched on the El Nino and what it can mean for a wetter weather, wetter winter, which we're maybe finally seeing, Uh, that balance out uh, after the drier fall and start to to winter, um, that could still leave us better off once we get into these next few months.
0: What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Comstock for more marketing information?
1: Yep, all of our info, access to our contact uh, numbers
0: would be up at Comstock.com. Joe Camp of Comstock, our guest here today on this Tuesday. Joe, thank you for your time and have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Have a great week. That was Joe Camp with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn up three and a quarter at four hundred forty nine even. March soybeans up nine and a quarter at twelve thirty three and a half. March soybean meal up two dollars eighty cents at three hundred fifty eight sixty. March soybean oil up thirty nine cents at forty eight fifty five. Chicago wheat up seven and a half at six oh four even. Minneapolis wheat up three and three quarters at 7.04 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up nine and three quarters at 6.16 and three quarters. March oats down four even at 3.74 and a half. On the Merck, February live cattle down five cents at one seventy three seventy two. March feeder cattle up seven cents at 2.3135. February lean hogs up two cents at 70.95. February pork cutout up 15 cents at 85.75. And class three milk down a penny at 15.88. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.